The wait is over. The Shy returns with new episodes on Paramount+. Plus. What brings you to the Shy? Opportunity. Everybody get down! Walk right up to the side. A new rain is coming to the South Side. Never should have sent a boy to do a woman's job. The Shy. New episodes May 10th. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash The Shy to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the championship edition of the Wildcat Scoop podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason, I'm currently drinking out of a large cup, Shear. And we are... Tell me where we are, Shelby. We are recording this podcast in our car on the fourth level of the garage at U of A. We can't get out, and it's like an hour-ish and a half since the game ended, and there's still massive traffic. So we decided to record this for you. Because Shelby and I are also, when we are done, going home, picking up the kids, and driving to San Diego. We are. For a bot mitzvah. We are, but we're not burying the lead. Arizona football has defeated ASU football 38-35 to today at Arizona Stadium in a Territorial Cup for the ages. ASU, with the loss, I, I don't want to rub it in, I'm not one to rub it in, but this is their worst season in football school history. Ever. They have never lost nine games in a season. Um, Chris Cartman over with ASU put it in perspective. The 3-9 and nine record is ASU's winning Worst winning percentage in a football season since 1946. There have been no other three or worse seasons at ASU from 1947 to present, except for 1992. So, Dang, that's pretty brutal. Also, with this win, uh, Arizona now moves into the series at the 50 game overall over ASU out of 96 games, I believe, that have been played of all time. So it, there's a lot to celebrate. I mean, clearly the Arizona fans were happy because that was a pretty um, massive storming. Of the I, field. I was on the field trying to get to the press room. It took you forever. It took me a little bit, and I ran into Dave Hickey, and he was watching them fans shake the the post. He said, "How much is that going to cost you?" And he basically said, "I don't think they're going to be able to get it down, but if they do, sometimes it's worth it." <laughs> so he didn't really care that they were trying to ripped down the post and Arizona fans rushed the field and anyone that has been around this program for the past few years or so more (laughs) knows that the rushing of the field was absolutely deserved it is a a very very good day in Tucson and it was an unexpected day not necessarily with the result but how Arizona got there yes it was it kind of went off of our predictions you had Quite a few predictions. And before we get into that, speaking of predictions, I just have to point out, and I I pointed this out before, but when you sit next to Jason in the press box, he does this at home where he'll watch a football game and he knows what's going to happen before. And I always thought it was because he's reading the defense or the offense, which he is, but sometimes it's just creepy because (laughs) he will literally say, this will be an interception with, there's no reason to know that. And then it happens. So he definitely could have a side hustle as a fortune teller, I think, at this point. Because he did it like three times today. Thanks, honey. So I'm very proud of you. What? <laughs> Thanks, babe. Um, what uh, it was most surprising about this game is that Jedfish says that going into the game, they felt that they could run on ASU. 
And it was apparent from the first drive of the game that they could run on ASU. And there's running on a team, and then there's running on a team. And this really looked like a Rich Rodriguez offense where it's like we're running. At some point, you know we're running, and there's nothing you can do about it. Arizona got an absolutely ridiculous 10 yards a carry, a first down every time they ran the ball. Uh, Michael Wiley, as of now, he hasn't been awarded it. I assume he'll be the MVP of the game. 12 carries, 214 yards, three touchdowns. Jonah Coleman comes in, six carries, 48 yards, a touchdown. DJ Williams gets the big eight-yard touchdown. I mean, they just ran the ball at will. And, and ASU is normally not an aggressive defense. It was a little more aggressive at times today, but it's not an aggressive defense. But what they tried to do is sit back and confused Jaden Delora and he didn't play a great game I mean he did have 12 uh it's funny I say he didn't have it but he actually wound up getting 16 yards of completion he had 12 passes 23 attempts for 200 yards um but the thing with this offense was that ASU it felt like at times played the pass and the run coverage the run discipline for ASU was about as bad as I've seen. It, it honestly, I hate to say this, it looked like Arizona versus Cal. Yeah. But the, I mean, in the sense where you got the ball to Wiley, he turned a corner, and that was that. There was no one within 20 yards of him. And, uh, you know, that 72 yard run, and he just, I don't know if this is his last game in an Arizona uniform. Technically, it could be. He wanted to walk with the guys that he came in, and he's graduated. He possibly has one more year left. But if this is his last game in an Arizona uniform, what a game. What a freaking game to go out with. Great day for running backs. Yeah, yeah. and on that note, mm-hmm. not a great day for Arizona's running back. Mm-hmm. I So going into the game on the podcast, I, I mentioned three guys that scared me the most. One of them was not Borgay, but we'll get to that in a minute. X Valade, I just call him X, literally one of the best running backs in the country in his career it's not just an ASU he's having a good year he his numbers in his career are very impressive I think he's second in the league in yardage only to Zach Charbonnet 97 yards and two touchdowns but he only averaged four yards a carry it felt like Arizona made a choice where it was like look if Trenton Bourget is going to beat us cool that's we're going to have to live with that but we're not having him beat us in the run game and ASU only got 4.2 yards a carry um, they, you know, and there was the end around by Charles Hall. They got 17 yards. Tevin White had a had a big run, but it, you know, four yards of carry, 161 yards. That the the defense basically, you know, I I criticized the secondary. It wasn't good, but if you take a look at the defense, they contained the run. They had eight tackles for loss. They forced five turnovers. I mean, hey, at the end of the day, they they did their job. They did. They saw that touchdown early on in the game from ASU. That was pretty awesome. Of course, we can't not mention Manu and his performance today. Yeah, I mean, Jacob Manu, (laughs) Jeff Fish was asked after the game, you know, how would you find Jacob Manu? And basically he said that every time they would go see T-Mac or Noah Fafita, T-Mac would say, recruit Jacob Manu. Give him an offer. He'll come to Arizona, offer him. And then Jed kept on seeing him, and Jed, I guess, went to a game by himself one time. And Manu stood out, and Manu basically, and, and Fish basically said, I'm not even asking my defensive staff. I'm offering you right here where you come to Arizona. Do you want to be a Wildcat? Do you want to be a Wildcat? And this kid is ridiculous. Like, I, you know, and, and 
you know, Greg Biggins said he liked the kid and, and, you know, played hard. And I said I liked the kid and he played hard and all that. But for Manu to come in this early, and, and Jaden Delora said it, Jerry Roberts said it, Jalen Harris said it, Michael Wiley said it, that basically from the first time Manu practiced on scout, they knew that he was different because he was whooping up on the starting defense. This kid is a superstar. He's like a beast. I mean, he is... It is unreal how good this kid is and the understanding he has as a freshman. They did say at the end of the game show, the last play, he hit Borgay, but they gave the fumble to Jalen Harris. I guess Jalen, or no, the pick, the the tap, whatever it was, Jalen mm-hmm. Harris got a, a hand on it. Um, but it, it, it's just for, for Jacob Mana, you can't say enough of him. He's already a fan favorite. Um, you know, he you, you voted him. I, we disagree, but I voted Wiley. You voted Jacob Manu. I know a few other people voted Jacob Manu to be MVP of the game. If he won it, I wouldn't really have an issue. But the fact that Arizona, arguably its best defensive player, is a freshman, uh, Isaiah Taylor making that pick, young guy. I mean, the young guys on defense. They stepped up. They stepped up. And when you take a look at this defense, the fact that these guys are younger, and I know we're a broken record, but to come into the Territorial Cup and have some of your younger players play the best, that is really, really impressive. It was awesome. I was, I think I saw on Twitter someone said that Jacob Manu is the new Scooby. Yeah, why not? I mean, like that superstar quality, like the playmaker, the play breaker, just like well, the it, kingmaker. And it's also the fact that like no one recruited Scooby because of his size or whatever. No one recruited Manu because of his size. And sometimes there's guys that you just have to say to yourself, is he a football player? Is this guy make up for his size? Jacob Manu has always not had the size. But he was damn good at Servite against really good competition. And he's damn good at Arizona against really good competition. So maybe there's more to it than size. He's just, he is a football player. Yep. It's a, it's true grit. I talk about true grit. I've said it many times on the podcast that I would always take a leader and someone who has true grit over someone who rests on their laurels and, you know, they just kind of coast because at some point the work has to start. And that kid works hard. And, and you know, ASU, I, I'm, I'm not going to give him too, cre- too much credit, but Shelby, I, I told her I was pissed. The uh, the a- Arizona Republic basically took an article. This is crappy. And reframed it. I, I don't think you read the article, Shelby, because you don't read that paper. But it was an article from before the game. Hello, everyone. It's Michael Richards here. You might have seen me on CBS working on their Champions League coverage over the last couple of years. I wanted to tell you about an exciting new podcast that I've been working on. It's called The Rest is Football. It's me, alongside Gary Lineker and Alan Shearer, two absolute legends of the game. The show combines topical debate from the world of soccer along with outrageous tales from our careers. And I mean, outrageous. Just search... The rest is football wherever you get your podcasts. All the best from Big Meats. This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does. (laughs) Nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And then they put in the score and basically put in, like, Borgay lost. 
Like a, and the, the headline, headline was, was really like, shitty. The headline was like, Borgay costs ASU win. Or it, I mean, it was that kid. Like fails to shine. Uh, it, yeah, I'm trying to find. Oh yeah, a uh, fails to shine in hometown spotlight. Spotlight. The kid went 37 of 49 for three touchdowns and 376 yards. Now I will say that he's more of a game manager than I think his numbers present. And, and the way you know that is because ASU had a stupid amount of first downs 41 first downs i don't think i've even heard of that much but only six yards per play um and he got 10 yards per completion but the thing with him is like they didn't lose the game because of him yeah yeah the, the two interceptions but he played his butt off they lost the game because that defense is horrific and arizona really in reality took away their best weapon uh you know we talked about how in the podcast i warned people jalen connors is a freak Yes. Whoever the next coach is better find a way to pay that kid because that kid's going to have offers. I mean, remember, he was supposed to go to Oklahoma. Uh, that kid is an absolute freak. Ten catches for 76 yards. But again, even there, like he had the big catch down Arizona's one. He got the touchdown. But that's only an average of seven yards a catch, which isn't great. Um, Geo Sanders, 8 for 120. Elijah Badger was the other guy I pointed out, 8 for 92 in a score. But, you know, the, the they really validate only had three catches for 17 yards. Uh, only seven yards after the catch. He only had 104, 114, I'm so good at math, 114 total yards. And, and it's just, it's when your best player isn't able to succeed as much as you need them, that this is what you get. And Arizona's defense is weird because against UCLA, it wasn't great, but it stepped up when it needed to. And against ASU, it wasn't great, but it stepped up when it needed to. And Big moment. And in the big moments, you know, look, we can debate Johnny Nansen. I'm not going to sit here and tell you Arizona's defense is awesome. But I am going to say that it's opportunistic because when, when the going gets tough and people are saying, and I was in the press, I was like, I don't, they're not going to stop them. Like, I just don't think they're going to stop them. Um, they stop them. And, and they've had multiple games this season where they've been doubted and they've had multiple games where they've played like crap. But you look at when the turnaround kind of started and, uh, you know, it, it kind of started when they when they played the young guys. But, you know, you take a look, ASU had 87 plays. Yeah. 87 plays. Arizona only ran 51. That's a, You want explosive. Arizona won, uh, ran 51 plays, averaged basically a first down per play, only had the ball for 22 minutes. It, I'm telling you, it was like it was a like, Rich Rodriguez. I was just saying, it was a Rich Rodriguez fast score and then give the ball back to the other team and then the defense had to like struggle and be out on the field it was it was odd at times but, but at the end of the day the defense is what won the game they did and then you know dorian singer he was ejected from last year's game good to see him get 91 yards wiley we didn't even talk about it wiley had three catches for 51 yards so he finishes with uh i'm really bad at math 255 yards 265 yards my god i did this i'm doing this all on the top of my dome in a parking lot, Shelby. In a car. In a car, naked. And we're starving. And we're starving. You think anyone got the naked part? Probably not. Shelby was climbing the goalposts. Nope. At one point, she kicked down every bathroom <laughs> stall. I didn't do that. She fought at least three ASU fans. And no. she's here. But I did remind several people that X Validate is, um, yes, he's local. We can say Tucson, but. Borgay. Borgay. Oh, Borgay is the Marana kid. Yes. Shelby as Shelby would like to make a public service announcement. Go, Shelby. Marana is not Tucson, guys. And if someone's from Marana, they should get the credit. 
Even if they play for the team up north. Thank you. <laughs> so we are going to dive into off-season stuff and all that, but I'm going to be honest. It's a bomb weekend. Arizona, Arizona. won Maui. Arizona won the Territorial Cup. Uh, it is... Oh, uh, Sparky and Wilbur got into a fisticuffs. Yo, Wilbur got pieced up. Dude, Wilbur... You know, it was kind of crappy, too, because Sparky kept hitting. I think Wilbur was thinking that it was fake, but Sparky got a little carried away, and before you knew it, he got pieced up. So it was pretty ugly for Wilbur. Also, the number one team in the country, North Carolina basketball, went down today. That's a good... It's just a good a day. A good day after Thanksgiving. As Ice Cube once said, Shelby... Today was a good day. Didn't even have to use Shelby's AK. Okay. <laughs> Which is my foot kicking a door down. Right. So, with all that being said, our last regular season football podcast. But we ended on a high note. Shelby's favorite football moment this year? It's pretty obvious. Um, right now. Besides us winning the Territorial Cup? That's the moment. Yes. That, that is the moment. That is the moment. I was prescribed to this my dad has instilled this in me that Arizona could have a really bad season and there's been a lot of them but as long as they win the territorial cup and you can go into the off season with your head held high because you beat your rival that is a good season I can't imagine going into another off season with the territorial cup loss and the message board I'm just going to be honest I love all of you but I don't think I'm ready to handle it so the fact that Arizona won and look, college football, the portal's opening in a week and a half. <laughs> like, it is a much different ballgame now with coaching staffs and all that. Who knows what's going on? What I do know, Shelby, is that this episode was brought to you by Homefield Apparel. 20% off Black Friday deal ending in a few days. Black Friday, one word, all caps. And of course, more importantly, most importantly, the most important in the world. Wildcat Authority is 75% off an annual subscription. If you don't back the A now, when will you back the A? And there's no better way, my voice is going, to back the A than to join up to Wildcat Authorite. You Authorita. Know you know what I'm saying? Authorita. Um, so we have completed our first season, full season of podcasts for Arizona football. And we're still together. We're still together. We still like each other. We have a lot coming for um, basketball, obviously, women's and men's basketball. And we are just so happy to have met and so talked with all of you who have come together. up to us the last few months. And thank you so much for listening to us for our football podcast. I love football. You know, I'm you know it's a basketball town, but there's just something about a full football game. And we definitely love winning. Winning with all of you, Arizona fans. Thank you so much. You can always follow us on Twitter at Jason Shear at Ms. Shelby K. Instagram, we have a new Instagram, at Wildcat Authority, for the official Instagram. But you can probably find us on Instagram for our personal accounts if you really look hard. So, on that note. Bear down. Bear down. Back to yay. Beat ASU. Shelby, do you think it'll bother Sean Aguano that in his one season as a college football head coach and a Arizona high school coach, he lost to U of A? I hope it bothers him forever. Oh, my gosh. Bye.